Hello everyone, welcome to Hack the Dino for another fortnight. I am Ben Rosenthal and we are broadcasting live, broadcasting, yeah, recording? Yeah, we're recording live from Greenlight Comics here in Adelaide. Uh, joining me as always is Mr. Dan McGuinness, owner of Greenlight Comics. Hello. And our special guest this week is someone who's a Valkyrie, Miss Sarah Campbell. Hello, Sarah. How are you? Hello. I'm well. Uh, now, can you let us know what exactly, as much as you can, uh, yep. Valkyrie is and what it entails? Is it like the Freemasons? Do you have a secret handshake? Well, if we did, I couldn't really talk about it. Oh, touche. Not even allowed to talk about a handshake. Yeah. Shh, no, it's um, basically it's a group of women who work in comic book shops all over the world. And we have a group that we can like just support each other, I guess, in the industry. Um, we help each other in... Like with store, if we have store questions, if we have stock questions and things like that, it's yeah, it's essentially a support network for women who work in comic book shops. And is this internet based or is it pen and paper? I wish it was pen and paper based because that would be really, really, really carrier pigeon. Oh, lovely, but no, it's internet based. We have a Facebook group. Um, there is there is a public Facebook group that people can follow along with. I believe it's the um, LCS Valkyries. So people can have a look at what we do from an external standpoint, and then we operate behind the scenes in our secret group. Ooh. Isn't it? Isn't there like someone? There's an important lady running it within the comic industry. There's a few industry ladies as part of the group, but the group was um, started by Kate Leth, so she Ooh. is the. And what's she done? Oh, heaps. She, she worked in. Yeah, she's done heaps. She started out just working in a store, and now she's done. What's the most recent one? She did Hellcat. Yeah. Patsy Walker Hellcat. Yeah. Yeah, and ah. Oh. There's so many that I've gone blank. Yeah. Right. Oh, one of those people. Yeah. yeah. Like she's, she's done so many things and she does a really diverse number of things too. It's one of those ladies that if, if, if you, now that you know her name, you'll start seeing you it on see stuff it that you're already aware of. Like. I was aware of Hellcat. That was, uh, that was really good. I enjoyed that one. Um, did she do that with Catherine Eman? Stuart Eminen's wife? Maybe. I don't know. Because I love Stuart Eminen. He's a great yeah. artist. And so is his wife. And yeah. everyone's great. Yep, back paddling off there. <laughs> okay, there's been a lot going on the last fortnight, especially on the game front, because we did have the Game Awards, really original name. So you hack the Dino. Hack the Dino, that that brings up some imagery, but the Game Awards. Wait, is that an Australian thing? Or? No, it's a worldwide American, Japanese, everything thing. Um, <coughs> excuse me. At least you know what you're in for. <laughs> <laughs> well, what if you don't... Well, they called the ambiguous awards. <laughs> the it'll do awards. Um, so a lot of uh, stuff came out of there. Uh, first and foremost, The Last of Us Part 2 had an announcement trailer. Did you guys see that at all? I actually avoided it. Really? I, I'm a bit of a, you know, I don't like watch any trailers or anything for stuff that I want to play or do. Like The only thing I'll look at the trailer for is something I'm not interested in to right. make me interested in it. I'm already interested in The Last of Us. I'm greatly invested in it. I don't need any spoilers. I don't want to see anything. Um, that's, no, so I didn't watch it. No. Did you, um, Sarah? That was no, really I good. I saw, like, I saw that there was a trailer. <laughs> or an, I saw that there was an announcement, but yeah. Did you play the first one? No, I didn't, because I've only barely just got a PlayStation. Well, if it helps the trailer, they've said that the trailer doesn't have any actual gameplay footage in oh, it at all. So it doesn't and give you any idea what it's about. It's completely separate from the game, and it was finished a while back, and they were just polishing it to announce it. It's like has almost nothing to do with the game, other than the fact that... Uh, so... 
it, they may have just had may as well just had a screen that just said the last of us 2 is coming out because it has nothing to do yeah with basically it. what red dead redemption <laughs> did um, yeah but that, well, even they had a trailer but i think that was more in game that stuff red dead redemption 2 the yeah. first thing all they did was put a red screen yep. with the rockstar label on it and everyone went what is this yeah diarrhea everywhere yeah the whole it. internet turned into diarrhea for like four minutes oh my gosh. and they haven't been back yeah. since yeah how many minutes has this been and we've already started talking about poo <laughs> well then you're in for a little bit of a surprise later on yeah. um we're going to talk second. about the poor awards this week as well <laughs> no, uh, some video game awards yeah uh kojima uh the uh, head honcho of of course uh metal gear solid and various other really quite strange things uh, yeah. he's a strange cat he's in, he indulges himself doesn't he he does he do, you know he's coming to sydney part of the rtx episode Hey, that's that's the official name. Yep. Yeah, yeah, official name. But it's weird how they write that down as well mm. <laughs> <laughs> on the sign. Um, but yeah, the Death Stranding trailer, well, another Death Stranding trailer came out. Uh, no one's actually quite sure what this game is going to be. Whether it's going to be open world, whether it's going to be an FPS. Uh, the first one had Norman Reedus in it with some beached whales. Uh, this one starts off with some crabs and uh, yeah, was, I do like crabs and there was a lot of crabs yeah yeah and uh, Guillermo Gu- Guillem, I can't say his first Del name. Toro Del Toro that's him that chap uh, him in it uh, Mads Mikkelsen's also in it uh, towards the end as sort of like some kind of bleeding uh, I didn't see that guy. bit no I, you I only walk, got halfway through I walked off you walked off I so you're really serve, I had to go serve somebody you're really invested she, she in she bought that $100 guy. worth of comics oh well that's worth it then yeah, no. well done you customer well done um, so yeah, no one really knows what's happening. No one even knows when the expected release date is. It might not even be a game knowing him. It could really? just be a conceptual idea that's dreamt up by a future generation or something. I don't know. Like, like he's he's pretty weird dude. Like. He's very weird. And what I like, you watch some interviews. Sometimes he wants to be interviewed, and then sometimes he doesn't. Hmm. And you you ask him a question, he'll just sit there and just go, "Hmm, I quite like tea," and that'll be his answer. Yeah. Like, oh, okay. My right. favorite moment of him is um, within his games is like Metal Gear Solid Snake Eater, when you just start climbing this ladder, and you just keep climbing it and climbing it, and, cl- and then a music cuts in, and this whole you climb this ladder for the duration of a whole song, <laughs> like like a full like Bond song, like Snake Eater, <laughs> and like I'm like what what what. Why did you say yes to this idea? Like a three-minute cl- ladder climb? Like, oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> One thing's for sure: it will sell a huge amount of numbers, no matter how yeah, bad the game is. Yeah, I'm already going to buy. I don't care what it's about. Yeah, like people will just buy it because, just because it's Kojima, and uh, he's proven himself to be a more eccentric Miyamoto. It's not on Konami, is it? No. <laughs> <laughs> No, uh, those days are behind us, I think. Unless the whole thing is an act. And it they could be, hey. orchestrated this big split between uh, it Kojima could, and Konami. And it could be. Like, that dude is like, he'll play a long game. Yeah. He'll do a 10 year long game just to advertise orange juice, I reckon. <laughs> like, he'll just do whatever. Speaking of uh, Miyamoto, did anyone catch him on uh, Jimmy Fallon uh, yesterday? No. Uh, Reggie from uh, Nintendo USA was on there 
promoting with Jimmy Fallon uh, Super Mario Run, which is launching on December 15th for yeah, that. Apple phone. Can we talk about Do you know about this, Sarah? No, I don't. So you know running games where it's just like, you know, you just keep running and then you die. You and then jump like, and... You only, you, you, the only thing is you tap and you, you jump. And you just try okay. and get further each time. And the, the way you're able to get further each time is that like whilst you're playing, you unlock... You know, the ability to run slightly faster or shoes that can jump slightly higher. Okay. Like the robot unicorn. Do you remember that game? No, yeah. but it sounds like I yeah, should yeah. know it because it's got unicorns so now, in it. So now Nintendo has decided that they're going to actually make iPhone games now, which yeah. is like bombastically like... Well, they've never... Well, well, back in the 80s, they went on Atari. Uh, like, you'd get Donkey Kong on the Atari 2600 and whatnot. Oh, yeah, but... Um, but yeah, but haven't the phone, the phone games... Well, I mean, the phone games is what killed their DS range. Yeah, like going back a couple of years it. ago, you can go. You walk down the, the streets of Akihabara in Japan, and everyone had their DS out. And mm. nowadays, it's not. Everyone's got their phone out, flipping through. So, um, you know, that's possibly part that, of the reason why that, the Switch is uh, now a portable device as well as a home device. Yeah. So, so that so yeah. now they've decided to do a Mario Runner, and I've noticed it's twenty four dollars. A phone game that's twenty four dollars. Yes, but it's a one off purchase. There's no microtransactions. Oh, there will be. No, there won't. <laughs> microtransactions um, it, but it looks fun uh, Jimmy the whole segment was really cool apart from uh, Jimmy Fallon's horrible overacting it's like oh my god I'm playing this for the first time and perfectly does a jump and all the audience reacts to it and goes oh what do you do here they had to go up the switch uh, they had Zelda up on the screen. Oh, switch there. Yeah, they, he bought the switch there and released, and you know, sort of shown to everyone. And Jimmy Fallon was on. He goes, "Oh, you can do a. Uh, I've never played this before, but you can do uh, shield surfing down a hill, can't you?" He goes, "Oh yeah." He goes, "Oh, let me try that," and does it perfectly. It's like, yeah, no. Uh, anyway, then they just go, "Oh, we've also got a special guest in the audience," and Jimmy Fallon's, "Oh, who is it?" <gasps> Mr. Miyamoto's in there and he was sitting in the audience and Jimmy Fallon's look, acting all excited it's like don't, do, you reckon, don't. do you reckon that's just like a, a, a backlash from Conan O'Brien pl- uh, playing all the video games he wanted to do like something like that as well oh, from watching it Fallon's clearly a fan of video games and that sort of stuff but uh, I, I just think it was insulting to everyone's intelligence that goes oh Shrigan Miyamoto's here and I didn't even see him sitting right there front row in the middle uh, and then there's towards the end uh, of the segment Miyamoto plays the Mario Brothers theme with his in-house band because Miyamoto yeah he designed Black <laughs> yes yeah uh, yeah he uh, not only designed Mario and, and Zelda and Kirby and all those guys uh, but also can shred a guitar really really well because oh you know goodness. too much talent isn't a thing that he believes in what a man this is a great story <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and then another announcement that's come out recently, uh, Street Fighter V Season 2 characters are becoming available. Uh, one that was hinted at for a long, long time and has been confirmed is Akuma. Surprise yeah. to no one. Have you actually seen any pictures of him and how he is in Street Fighter V? No. Is he different? He's got a mane. That's stupid. He's got his big red hair, is all puffed out. And it comes around and goes into a beard and a neck beard, which comes around the front, and he looks like a lion. That's amazing. Not oh, really. No, it's silly. Uh, it's ridiculous. I'm I'm a fan of him. And the mental image I've got in my head is not without entertainment value. <laughs> <laughs> I could imagine how a, a man with a mane would be pretty good. Uh, it's it's not. <laughs> it looks ridiculous. Thankfully, though, Does you can have a ball necklace. Yes, but because he... I, I don't know what his story is, because you know how the Street Fighter story goes. is Street is Fighter it? 1, Street Fighter 2, Street Fighter 4, Street Fighter 5, Street Fighter 3. Okay. That's how the storyline goes. Thanks, Capcom. 
Um, well, he's a darker dough dude. He's, he's a, a dude who like let himself into the dark. Yeah, the dark dough. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. which which I was saying wrong. I was saying. Mm. And um, yeah, that's all he is. He's yeah. just a dude who let it take him over. But those, uh, well, no, he actively wanted it to be taken over. Like that's oh, what he he pursued the dark side of the uh, Satsui no Hado. Do you do martial arts? I do, <laughs> but that, that were, they are made up words. Oh, you can't really throw fireballs in real life yet. Um, so uh, yeah, he looks ridiculous. One of the rumors that I was excited about though is they showed silhouettes of five other characters who will be coming out throughout the next year. One of them is hypothesized to be Gotetsu, which was Akuma and uh, uh, Goki's... Yeah, dad. No, the master. Master, yeah. yeah. So, you know, he was supposedly killed by Akuma way, 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 way back when. Uh, yeah, he might be a playable character. Maybe it's a zombie version. No, they did that with Liu Kang. Liu Kang. It's, did you ever see uh, or play Mortal Kombat Armageddon? Like the fifth or sixth Mortal Kombat yeah. game? I think. Did like you eighth Sarah? or ninth? <laughs> <laughs> You can't see it, but Sarah's just looking off into the distance. Sarah was zoning out. Glass staring, at, staring at Han Solo. I was staring at Han Solo, it's true. We have him decorated for Christmas. That's it's right. Lovely. Down at Greenlight Comics here in Adelaide, you can come and have your photo taken with Han Solo and Carbon Freeze. Oh, Carbon Freeze. Nice. Carbon Freeze. I always say Carbonite. That's wrong. Anyway, so uh, big exciting times coming up. Uh, we haven't spoken about movies yet on the podcast, and there was a couple of uh, things I wanted to bring up. Did you see the game of the... Uh, sorry, Guardians of the Galaxy trailer? Trailer? Yeah, I did. did number you? two? I haven't seen it yet. Oh. Really? I've seen posters. Really? You haven't seen the trailer? Dude. I kind of, like, I'm... With movies, I'm like you with game trailers. It's like if I'm really excited about it, I don't want to see it. Like, to, to this day, mm-hmm. I haven't seen any trailers for the new Star Wars movie. So every time one comes on, I close my eyes, I block my ears, and I nah, 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 until somebody taps me and tells me it's over. So I did like, that for yeah. The Matrix 2. Yeah. So, <laughs> well, and so wasn't that of, worth it? I'm kind of really conflicted because I want to see, because I'm excited, but I don't want to see, because I just want to walk into the cinema and sit down and, and let it all unfold. Oh, oh. Now we can't talk about it. No. Um, you, you can talk about it. It's, it's really that, good. That bit yeah. at the end of the trailer is pure comedy gold. We're running away? No, the bit where he's... Um, how the lady oh, laughing, laughing. Yeah, now like, do me. She just told you you were in a secret. That is hilarious. Like yeah. that dude. That, he can't. There's nothing else that that guy will ever be able to act as. Drax. Yeah. Well, he's already in two other films. He's what? in the latest Bond film, and he's also in the latest kickboxer film as the bad guy. As I said, his name's. So, there's uh, nothing else he'll be able to do. Dave Bautista. <laughs> he's a former WWE champion, mm. member of Evolution. He uh, debuted on with Devon Dudley. Uh, as his uh, bodyguard. I don't know what he's When he was about. a preacher. I'm, you need to call Ross over for this stuff. For eh? WWE stuff. Yeah, yeah. And um, see, none of that, none of that even came close to spoiling a trailer. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and two trailers that are coming out tonight. We're recording this on what's the date today? Ninth. It's the ninth. Yep. Yeah. So tonight, American time. Uh, Spider-Man: Homecoming is releasing two trailers. They had a teaser trailer, teaser for the teaser trailer uh, yesterday. That's uh, just had Happy Hogan played by um, what's his name, the director guy. Ah, oh, you know him. He did Iron Man. Played Happy. Oh Hogan. yeah, yeah. He was um, in um, PCU Pit Party as guy. Yeah, and he always puts himself in his own movies. Yeah, I know him. I yeah, don't know his name. I can't recall his name at the moment. But uh, yeah, he's back as Happy Hogan, uh, and he's talking to Peter 
uh, in this teaser trailer and I think Peter's filming an unboxing of his new costume or something. Oh man. But the cool part is it show it cuts to him jumping over a helicopter and spreading out his arms and he's got webbing under his arms. Nice. So we're going the uh, classic Ditko type uh, Spidey outfit. Doesn't, which I'm doesn't clean under in his pits, Spidey. Doesn't it all get webby? <laughs> it's all webbed up. Uh, yeah, so... Um, <laughs> that... <laughs> oh, I'm confused now. Oh, have any of you played Last Guardian yet? That came out. That's a thing. No. No? I did. It, like, it's been coming out for so long that I forgot that it was coming like, out. 20 years? Are we... 20 years? I just don't know. Shadow of the Colossus? I've, I've got no time for it. I'm really? just like, nah. I'm doing Final Fantasy 15 at the moment. I What's that like? I haven't played that either. It's amazing. I yeah. love it. Total rebuild of Final Fantasy. At the start, when it loads up, it goes, for first timers and fans. Wow. It says. And it's really a rebuild from like the ground up. I've like, heard it described as a uh, bro trip. It's pretty I much... I described it as that. So it's anyone pretty else much a boy band trap traveling across Arizona <laughs> like yeah like and you actually are encouraged you just drive from point to point you don't even drive it just drives itself and really? you just sit there and the guys are talking and it's like and then you get to your spot and you look around you just you just walk around like, looking around as you're driving oh look at that over there and you say park the car man and they do park the car and you all get out and you run around and you find camp spots and you got these where's j- this set it's just set in a different world, but it just looks like... Arizona. Yeah. All, wow, what a horrible world. But it's got, like, you know, giant meteors that have hit that have created these giant, like, arching bits of dirt over, like, you know, like, giant... It's got these, like... Mountains. It, uh, geological things that couldn't exist. Wow. But it's, it's set in the real world. It's, like, shops and cafes, and you can go in and at each cafe and buy, like, a different soundtrack of an older Final Fantasy game, and you play that in your car as you drive. <laughs> So, so they're I'm just there, getting really meta. So I'm there, yeah, I'm there driving with like, you know, like one wig and angel from Final Fantasy VII or the Sephiroth <laughs> song going, Sephiroth! You know, that song, like, dun, dun, dun. The dude's just talking and like, it's, it's like, amazing. And like, you camp, you just get normal camping chairs. It's like these flamboyant boys in the most ridiculous costumes sitting in fold-out chairs, eating off camp, <laughs> like camp plates. Wow. Just... And that's where you up your AP and you know, what you get all your, um, your experience points when you camp, so you do all your stuff in the day. And it's got a day and night cycle, and if you stay out too long in the night, like these demons come out the ground that are so strong that you just have to camp before it gets dark. And it's this amazingly like fun game, and uh, you can stay in hotels, like you have to stay places. So is it, a, it's a traveling game? It's a it's a bro road trip game where you just it's a bro bond. Trip. A bro, a bro, bro trip. trip. Trademarked, Hack the Diner. Like are there? 2016. What are the action parts? Well, you walk around and like you get lots of fetch quests, and like, you okay. go out and there's hunting missions, the thing. There's yeah, also right. story missions, and okay. it's basically it all, and it starts with a two-hour film. Oh, it doesn't come with it, but there's a, there's a film called Kingsglaive that came out before it, two hours, and it doesn't make sense unless you've watched this film. Oh god. Which, no, that's amazing. No, yeah, you're committing a lot of time to something. They're like, dude, if you're playing Final Fantasy, you know you're in for a lot is... of time. You don't buy it unless you you know you want to put you want to go face first into that. It just seems these days you have to invest so much in modern day games. That's why I like retro games. You sit nah. down, I've got ten minutes to play. Put on, play Here's the Mario Kart Smash it out in like seven hours. Get done, gone, nah. back on the shelf. No thanks. I love it, but like. No, it just depends. Like, you don't buy a Final Fantasy game if your time's short, which I am. <laughs> <laughs> it 
true. Uh, but yeah, Last Guardian. Maybe oh yeah, we'll, maybe we'll have someone talking I'm, about that next fortnight. Yeah, we'll have, to, we'll have to get someone to play it before we talk about that one. I've yeah. got it on hold at the at Shin Tokyo. Yeah. But uh, I haven't got to pick it up. Right. All right, we're going to take a short break, and when we come back, we're going to do the old comic discussing thing. Back after this. And we're back here on Hack the Dino. I'm Ben Rosenthal, being joined by Dan McGuinness, the owner of Greenlight Comics, and his employee, or one yeah. thereof, uh, Sarah Campbell. So Sarah, you work here under uh, Dan. What's he, what's he like as a boss? Is he uh, tyrannical? He's sitting right next to me, so I'm obligated to say that he's magnificent. Read between the lines, folks. Read between <laughs> the lines. The lines are awesome. Yeah. No, he's like, I think we work really well together because we... Have worked together we, for a long yeah, time we, together. We've figured right. out a good system. Yep. Is it you yep. just do what you're told? Um, partly. Yep, good. But then partly Best also, one. the reason that I'm here is because my opinion is respected. Ah, so right, I yeah. feel like sometimes I'm allowed too much contribution. <laughs> I, I speak my mind a lot. And maybe you won't find any of that here. We, we've got very strict guidelines that you must adhere to. Otherwise, uh, the power of editing comes out. I believe oh. Sarah's used up all of her words that she's going to have for the podcast. Okay. Yeah. My uh, word quota is exceeded. So we do uh, record this live in Greenlight Comics, uh, Dan's Comic Store, every fortnight. And as such, we have a little bit of a, a comic discussion segment. I'm just going to add as well that it's not just my comic shop. I know, There's but you're the only one owners. here. There's yeah, a couple of true. owners, but uh, they don't listen. So, Those um, guys. Yeah, what does it matter? Sarah, you've yeah. got a comic you'd like to talk about. I do. I've actually been desperate to talk about this one for ages, but it kind of became unavailable for, um, for a while. And I couldn't talk about it because we couldn't get it for the shop. Um, it's called Harrow County. I'm interested in anything at the moment that involves the occult, so this one was really... Like, it, it popped up on my list because it's sort of about witches and, and the folklore surrounding them. But one of my favourite things about it was that it's uh, the artwork is done with traditional media, so watercolour and ink, and it's really kind of dark and washy and... It looks amazing. It does look the, cool. The ways that I want to describe it, I don't think are real wor- words... Like Do you even Sploochy? Sploochy? <laughs> Kiss my sploochy! Yeah, <laughs> yeah lo- lots of dark, moody ink wash and watercolours to suit. And it's like, I was really struck by how the, the visceral quality of the artwork added to the mood and the tone of the story that was being told. And I was involved in this book in a whole nother level than how I usually am with a more traditional style comic book artwork. What's so it about? It's, about? it's about a witch who is... She exists in a small town, and the townsfolk all know who she is. But then, I don't know, it's, it's sort of, I guess, dealing with the fear of the other, um, or of the different. So because I feared she's the other. different, do you? Yeah, the Spider-Man storyline from about five years ago. <laughs> that really scared me. It's, um, so because, because she is different, they end up becoming really afraid of her, and they kill her, they burn her. So, but she threatens to come back, and they know that that threat is going to become true so um, the whole town is just sort of waiting waiting for her to be reincarnated back I guess is reincarnated the right word she's going to come yes. back um, and then she does so the character that you're actually following through the story is the um, is the witch Spoilers. reborn so this is story set up this is yeah. not story spoiling this is the pitch yeah yeah this happens very early on so um, so you're following her and how she learns about her backstory I guess right. and then 
the um, her relationship with the whole town, of course, changes, and drama unfolds with this amazing artwork to tell it. It's um, it is in our horror section, so it is essentially a horror comic. Oh, um, it's written by Cullen Bunn as well. It's, yeah, yeah, and it's love Cullen Bunn. Although some of his uh, Uncanny X Men stuff is not awesome, but you know. He's got a really good job that I don't have, so maybe it's just jealousy. Dan, mm. what have you got for us this week? I have got Ghosts. Ghosts. Pulled out by Scholastic, oh. uh, written by Raina. What's her name? Tell uh, I can do it when you try. Um, Telgemeier. Telgemeier, yeah. Telgemeier. Raina Telgemeier. She's written a whole bunch of books, so Smile, Sisters, Drama, The Babysitter's Club. She did all them. Um, she did all The Babysitter's Club? No, no, she did like the, the comic version. Oh, I was going to say, Club. wow, that, that's a while um, ago. And I follow her a fair lot. Um, I think she's great. Um, her stuff is for more uh, YA, like younger readers, but um, I read it and I love it. So basically, Ghost is about um, a family that move because the youngest daughter has um, cystic fibrosis. Right. Um, so it gets heavy straight away, you know that. Um, and they move to a town which has um, got a more cleaner air and stuff like that on the coast, so mm-hmm. like to help her, because um, as we all know, cystic cystic fibrosis is un- incurable yep. so yeah she to give like what she's got less of her life a, a cleaner easier life yep and they uh, moved to a town which is uh, near uh, on the border or in Mexico I can't actually say the name of the town it's Tijuana it's not it's not it's um, I'm just going to find it here it is someone wants to read that word there uh, yep it's uh, <coughs> Bahia de la Luna yeah so they moved there that's um, uh, the Bay of the Moon oh oh wow nice I didn't know that and um, they moved there and it's obviously a, a very spiritual town and they have like you know the Day of the Dead ceremony and all that mm-hmm. and it's about these ghosts that's held on Cinco de Mayo yeah they actually talk about stuff like that and it's about the yeah so the ghosts um, it, they find these ghosts and stuff and all this stuff happens and it's this really amazing story of these two sisters and just it's kind of like teaching younger people about death mm-hmm. and like um, it's really hard to explain I don't want to hear any spoilers all you need to know is if you've ever read like, just read these books they're really good they're really easy to read and you just you get emotional as you read them she's just oh, heaps good at what she does uh, she really is I've read the I read the first third of this book um, just last night because I'm really excited to get through it now that we've got it back in stock and like it's just it's beautifully crafted it's the story is told just so wonderfully Mm, and it's super interesting and like it's one of those scary books as soon as the book started and it's like you know three pages in my sister has cystic fibrosis and I'm like man it's gonna get heavy (laughs) how dare you it becomes incredibly poignant early on because then that's the veil that you look through the rest of the book through wow and um, there's a lot more than that Um, I don't want to get into it though because it'll go spoiled but yeah beautiful book beautiful beautiful and who's that by sorry (laughs) Rainer yeah, what, what's her last name there, Dan? I don't know. Tell her my name. Sarah, perhaps you want to tackle, tackle that one. I, I, I tackled it once at somebody else's turn. Telgemeier. Telgemeier. Good old Telgemeier. And, and you got another... If everyone hasn't noticed, I never get people's last names right. In the three <laughs> podcasts that we've done, I'm just like, what's their first last name? Like, <laughs> there are just some things that should never be spoken out loud and should only ever exist as the written word. Sorry. And you got one more comic there, Dan. Oh, yes. Killaroo. Yeah. yeah, the new Killaroo book. Stones of the... <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, whoever wrote this really hates people, apparently, because that name is... What is that name? <sighs> what is it called? Should we, should we, oh, full disclosure. 
Uh, I wrote this story about four years ago after the Killaroo creator, Dan, uh, Darren, Darren Close, uh, sort of approached me and said, hey, do you want to write a, a Killaroo one-shot? And I went, yeah, sure, why not? Uh, and then, uh, yeah, it's uh, just been released now. Uh, took four years to put together. Uh, the art is by um, a Queensland artist called Manny Hernays. Yeah, I think great. that's his last name. Uh, the art's sensational. Mm. He's really captured... Um, Rude. Uh, the, the, yeah, Rufus. <laughs> Uh, his name's Rufus. Uh, really I know. captured him well. <laughs> uh, now, the uh, the book itself, I can never pronounce this name. Sorry, sir, if I can just borrow it. Hang on, didn't you make it up? Uh, no, this is an actual uh, indigenous name. Uh, so it's Killaroo, the Stones of Karantijirinja. I'm apologising profusely for the pronunciation of that. But basically, uh, that name there is the name of the Dreamtime kangaroo spirit who came down... Uh, during the dream time and um what did he do uh always, they, always, they always do some strange he, stuff those, those yeah, dream time dudes I, I believe uh this one was responsible for forging the land Ooh. well the whole land yeah uh, something like that it, it's been land. a while since i researched it admittedly so i could be completely it was wrong. four years ago it was four years ago anyway, no, longer there was finished four years ago and anyway, like, it's taken four years to get yeah. it to this stage so it is very old writing. I'll just prefix that. Killaroo. Uh, so, um, people who don't know about Killaroo. Yep. He is, obviously, it's an Australian creation. Um, uh, from about 20 years ago, I think Darren 20, created him. Yeah, yeah. Um, 20 odd years why ago. Why is he a kangaroo that's in. Does anyone know why he's a uh, man, man yeah, kangaroo? He's, he's like a man. He's like a were kangaroo. No, well, no, 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 not at all. But he looks like he's anthropomorphic kangaroo. He's an anthropomorphic And there's, anthropomorphic. there's kangaroos that exist in the story as well. And there's. Yeah. An uh, he's a one off science experiment oh, is that what uh, and he escaped from a lab and um, he was a bikey for a while which uh, is covered in gang wars this actually takes place after the gang wars uh, anthology mm-hmm. which is coming out soon it's not been released yet uh, but that has some um, writers such as Ryan K. Lindsay on board doing a story of that uh, as well he did negative space from Dark Horse oh that was uh, good it was very good mm-hmm. uh, he's an Australian writer who's on. he's also in the DC writers course he was one of eight people in the entire world who was asked, well, accepted into the DC Writers Course. So he's doing that at the moment. Wow. Yeah. Mm. Anyway, back to me. Um. <laughs> I'm Ben. I'm going to talk about my kangaroo story. <laughs> Uncanny. I know. People actually think that was me. Yeah. I don't know my face. Um, <laughs> yeah, so this is uh, set where Rufus, uh, all the, the direction I was given by Darren uh, when I asked what he wants the story to be about was that uh, after gang wars, um, stuff's gone down. Rufus just wants to be left alone. He's kind of depressed. Go for it. So I know, okay, cool. So I had Rufus uh, thinking that he wanted to be alone and be a hermit and removed from society, but, uh, you know, humans want to investigate. And uh, it's more of a, a quest for him to either uh, find himself through uh, finding these mystical stones of the kangaroo. Um, and uh, yeah, I won't spoil too much. But yeah, uh, cool. Yeah, it's you've got a um, out now. Don't you have a Killaroo t-shirt, Sarah? I do. I do have a Killaroo t-shirt. Where did you get that? I ordered it from the internet. Wow. When they've got it t-shirts was... on the internet these days? Yeah, it's a magical world. Um, <laughs> I actually, it was just, it was just a really cool. It's a gross image, actually. He's swirling some dead person around in a circle, and it's made this really nice blood smear in a circle. And it was just in black and white. It's a lot less horrifying. But um, that wacky Rufus. I liked. I thought it was a good-looking image, and I was in a particularly. I needed to feel a lot more tough than I was <laughs> looking. I guess I'm tough. So, I got a kangaroo yeah. who's ripped someone's spine out on my chest. 
So, so I'd seen the character and I'd seen the comics around and I, um, I special ordered the t-shirt. Cool. Well, what, what I want to do with Rufus in this story is actually a character piece. So there isn't, uh, there is violence in there because that's almost a given. But I wanted to focus... What is Australia? Yeah, yeah. Australia. 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 And I've got some Aussie colloquialisms in there. Oh, I also got a Back to the Future quote in there that no one's picked up yet. Where? So uh, on one of the pages is, is the phrase... Challenge? Oh yeah, maybe, maybe if you think is it, you is can it this spot one here? no, huh? <laughs> what about this one? Take it easy. No, if you can spot the back. Oh, to the this future, one was in Back to the Future. <laughs> no, it's, the word no. It's in all three Back to the Future films, if that helps. But uh, yeah, there's a quote. Everything I write, I slip something like that in oh. purely for my own amusement. I'm so if you do pick up one of these now. books from. Uh, Greenlight Comics or some of the other comic stores around Australia. Yeah, we're getting uh, order have it online. Uh, there's also a special Patreon-only cover, which is all blue, mm. which uh, limited which quantities. Seen. Have I seen that? Yeah, you've got one. Yeah, cool. On the shelf. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so pick it up, read it. Bear in mind, I wrote it four years ago, and uh, let uh, me know what you think. Oh, great. You edited it this year, though, so you got nothing. <laughs> and by can. editing it, I just went through and deleted all the dialogue. <laughs> Done. <laughs> Done, done. All right, let's move on. Let's move on to my favourite part of the show and a favourite part of the show of a lot of people from the feedback we've been getting at hackthedino at hotmail.com. It's Dan versus the world. Yeah. I'm sorry, world. (laughs) Sarah, you're representing the world this week. Um, So rules for this, uh, I have three video game tunes. I will play the first five seconds of that tune. Uh, then we will take it in turns, starting with the guest, which is you, Sarah, in this case, to either ask to hear the next five seconds yep. or ask a question. Okay. Uh, bearing in mind that the next turn will then go to Dan, and if you ask for another five seconds and it gives it then away, Dan will get the point. Turn and then he gets yeah, the so it's uh, it's dicey. Uh, so far, the standing is at Dan on three and the world on three. I had zero last week. I, you, you swept it. Yeah, I know. Um, but that was Dr. Mike sort of not understanding that uh, we need to stretch this segment. Not <laughs> just go, oh, I think, I think it's Spider-Man 2. Is, is Ross here? Ross, uh, are you no, here? Yeah. <laughs> He's busy working. Um, so I was told by a little birdie called Dan McGuinness um, that... <laughs> Ross is peaked around the corner. Hey, Ross. Uh, that you are primarily a uh, Nintendo 64 person? Oh, that was, um, That's Nintendo the 64 was my first console. Yeah. First console. So um, maybe the one that you're most uh, familiar with? I don't know. I feel like I should um, like disclaim my video gaming by saying that I love video games and I play them a lot, but I don't play a lot of video games. I right. play the video games that I have a lot. So I put a lot of time into a few games, not little bits of time into many games does that okay. make sense that makes sense yeah. um, doesn't matter I won it last week and I didn't know any of the games <laughs> or played how them, did so. you even how did how? I just kept asking questions <laughs> you, I got it yeah. alright so we'll go with the first one now I was right. playing with these earlier so this may not start at the beginning so okay. just bear with me but the first five well five seconds of the first song is now What was that? <laughs> that doesn't sound like a game that I would be interested in. Alright, so um, <laughs> you can ask a question or ask to hear the next five now you ask seconds. For a hint. Well, 
yeah yeah hint question but uh, like if I ask a question can you just give yes no I can yeah you can ask a specific question I say yes okay. no or, or can you can ask for a hint yeah. so like um, it was this game Duke Nukem's f- off shoot buddy cop mm. thing yeah I can't don't ask that. sentences okay. yeah that's I'm probably not. wrong who's me worrying that I can't construct sentences I know under pressure? Um, hint please a hint all right uh this guy loves bananas. Dan. Your turn. What do you want to do? Hear another five seconds? Ask for a hint or ask a question? Just trying to think who likes bananas apart from me. <laughs> I um, do. Oh. But it's not my Nintendo 64 is it, is it, game. <laughs> yeah. um, I would like to hear another five seconds because I just want to hear it because it was atrocious. <laughs> Go. <laughs> I'm glad you said that. That was way longer than five seconds. It was because I you pressed the wrong button. I'm, I'm so glad that was so. That was so good slash bad. <laughs> I, like, All right, your shot, Sarah. Oh my gosh, I'm pretty sure that the reason that I might never play this game is because I have a phobia of monkeys. <laughs> <laughs> was that your question? <laughs> wow, do you? Like, yeah, I really do. Is it it's because? I, is it because I've got little hands? That's why I don't like them. It's why I can't read Why the Last Man. Really? Because it's got a monkey in oh, it. Oh, wow. You're yeah. missing out. Oh, I just didn't read it because it was boring. <laughs> oh! Bam! Oh, take that, Brian! Fighting words. Brian K. Vaughan. That, well, that's, nah, that's uncalled right. for. That's yeah, a right. really no, good. It was good. Uh, anyway, so we're... Yeah, um, no, I think that I'm either going to have to have another hint. Another hint? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Hint. Hint. Hinty. All right. Hint her. Uh, hint. 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 Unlike the other games in this series... Mm-hmm. Uh, you can play as the whole family. What? Whole family? The family whole of, family. Family of monkeys? Yep. Dan? Um, I'm trying to think of any... Do you know, Sarah? No, I don't know. Oh. No. Any, any games that have any monkeys in them? On the Nintendo 64. Which I never owned <laughs> or played that much. <laughs> Um, is it, I'll ask a question. Yep. Uh, Anytime now. I'm just trying to think of, does it involve barrels? Yes, it does. Sarah. So you've, you've put together yep. a couple of things now. Yeah. It has to be specific. It has well. to be the title yeah, of the game. You can't just, be, be you can't just say like Mario. Because, and yeah. like, honestly, no, I'm not going to say that because it'll be too much of a hint. Too much of a hint. Too much of a hint. I was going to give one away for free, and I'm not doing that. Sarah. Yeah. What do you want to do? Next um, five seconds. Ask a question. I don't, I don't think we need to hear anymore. It's not going to help us. My own Sarah. Like, and it's just got the title of it. Is it? There was a Donkey Kong something. Right. Uh, I'll just interject here. If yeah. you guess and it's wrong, Dan gets the point. That's, That's how I got all the points. Like, like, there's there's no way I'm going to know what this one is actually called. So take a guess. Because I'm pretty sure Dan knows what it is. So, take a guess. Does it start with Donkey Kong? That's the question. Just like, Guessing. I'm not actually asking it, but I will accept a wiggle of the eyebrows one way or the other. 
Um, he's not wiggling. I'm not. <laughs> no, no, this is a very the... serious game. Like, I'm the quiz master. Is yeah. that the only reason we do this? Is that you want to be a quiz master? Yeah, that's the only reason we're doing it. Um, <laughs> Donkey Kong is in the title. Yeah. There's a little bit more to it. I know. I can't figure out whether I'm even remembering the right platforms. So just take a guess. Games that I avoid on Go. the show because of my. Your guess is this. Go. Country. No! Dang it. Donkey Kong 64. 64? Because it was on the Nintendo 64. <laughs> so, Dan and gets another point. This is, dis- this is a disclaimer, I didn't know that. You didn't know it was called no, Donkey I Kong 64? No, I was just going to say. Dan. That was the opening song, and it is awful. And a oh, uh, uh, little I known was fact. I my brain for all of the like, Donkey Kong related yeah, titles. Yeah, so was I. I skipped over. I was thinking like Donkey Kong Maracas, you know, that all that weird The song. Congo Bongo drums. Yeah, yeah. yeah, no, Donkey Kong 64. Yep. Um, yeah. Alright, second song. Now this one is, like, really, everyone's played this game. So, first five seconds, here we go. Sarah, you're uh, up first. Do you know it? If you know that one, you should. Just win. Yeah. Just go for it, because you need a, you need to tie it up. But, like, there were two games for Nintendo 64, and what happens if I just go with the wrong game? Well... Think about where you've heard that music. Yeah. And, uh... Wow. Where I don't know what it is. Really? No? Well, everyone's... I don't know. Wow. I don't play things. I don't, I don't I think don't. he's played things. I'm going to give it to uh, Sarah just on principle. Because if you haven't played that game, you don't deserve to be uh, as part of <laughs> hearing that Oh, really? beautiful tune. Well, then I'll just yeah. guess what it is. <laughs> no, Sarah. Um, <laughs> um, Hyrule Field is my happy place. It is, yes, yeah. but what's the name of the game? Um, Legend of Zelda. Yep, the... Ocarina of Time. Correct. Ocarina of Time. Oh, I was going to mm. say. And it was Zelda's lullaby. So. But, you know, I won't hold it yet. So... I know that that's not the... I know. I you know, know that that's not... The name? The song from Hyrule Field. Oh, good. The song good. from Hyrule Field sounds more like... Tink, 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 tink. Well, yeah. No, they don't even have the Zelda theme in that. No, just, that game would have been perfect if it had the original theme in it. And to make it more exciting by rolling everywhere. <laughs> it doesn't actually make you go any faster. No. But he just makes what? a lot more noise, so you yeah. feel like you're going you faster. Are so excited about Zelda, you're just talking over each other. Yeah. <laughs> we love Zelda. <laughs> it's great for a podcast. All right, last song. So we're at one apiece. Okay. All right. Yeah. So this one's for all the bananas in the '64. It's a little bit harder this one. Full circle. Did he say poo? He said poo. Of course. So, Sarah? Hint? Hint? Yeah. <laughs> the hint is we talked about this on the last episode. I know what it is. I didn't know what it is. <laughs> really? <laughs> we talked about it last episode. Yeah. Oh, because I came across this as I was going through my computer library looking for it. Went, oh, oh, yeah. I was like, is that the one with yep. the big poo? <laughs> And I didn't know what it was last episode, but someone told me, so thanks, guys. <laughs> All right, so, Sarah, you uh, pretty much have to guess it now. I really have to just guess it? There's, like, there's only one game that I can imagine being like, uh, that obviously gross. Yep. You Conquer. probably... Yes! Conquer? Conquer's Bad Fur Day. Oh, <laughs> I knew that. Oh, yes, you won. Well done, Sarah. Yay. <laughs> 
so the final score, well, the round-up score now after three weeks is Dan is on four, and the world is on five. So still anyone's game of chickens. Um, <laughs> chickens isn't a game. It, well, not yet, but one day, There maybe. was a game where you had to shoot chickens. No, maybe I invented that in my own mind. Duck hunt. <laughs> Ducks. Chicken it's in the hunt. title. It's chicken hunt. And that goddamn dog who kept smirking at me. Anyway, it's time to uh, bring a close to the festivities for this fortnight. Uh, there are social media uh, places to follow us now. There's an Instagram at uh, Hack the Dino, and on Facebook also at Hack the Dino. Uh, pretty much just putting stuff up there to remind me of what to talk about on the show. So mm -hmm. uh, give us a follow there. If you want to drop us an email, you can do so at hackthedino at hotmail.com. Uh, do have a website coming up kind of soonish. Um, and if you can give us a subscribe and a review over on iTunes, that would be amazing because it helps a lot of other people uh, listen to us and uh, shower us with kudos and, and have, admiration. We have so much knowledge to give. So much. And, you know, just general stuff like wow, so chickens. <laughs> chickens. Chickens and poo songs. Poo songs and chickens. We'll leave you on that note. Good night. I am the great mighty Pooh, and I'm going to throw my at you. A huge supply of tish comes from my chocolate starfish. How about some scat, you little twat? survive in here you don't seem to know which creek you're in sweet corn is the only thing that makes it through my rear how do you think I keep this lovely grin now I'm really getting rather mad or like a niggly tickly shitty little tag nut when I've knocked you out with all my bab, I'm going to take your head and ram it off my butt. Your butt. My butt. Your butt. That's right, my butt. Ugh. My butt. Ugh. My butt. <laughs>